Welcome to Talk FX, a podcast dedicated to encouraging the lives of those affected by Fragile X Syndrome. We have weekly conversations about some of the biggest challenges our neurodiverse peers face today. Our desire is to also share this platform with other families and experts to inform and encourage others in the neurodiverse community. We promise to keep it honest and real with you as well. And with that, here's this week's episode. Hello, everyone. It's great to be back for another episode of Talk FX. I know that I was um, kind of uh, off for about a month, I feel like it's been now. Um, just been so busy with um, Thanksgiving that we just had, with um, just preparing for the holidays. And um, my husband and I went on a a quick little trip um, just a few weeks ago and just um, lots going on with my full-time job. Um, It's just been a lot, but it's all been good things and I'm grateful for that. Um, But I'm happy to be back for another episode, so let's just jump right into it. Lots to talk about. First, I want to start with uh, Advocacy Day. Um, It's going to be coming up here uh, super fast. Um, For those of you that may not know what I'm talking about, Advocacy Day is an event that the National Fragile X Foundation holds every year for the last, like, oh my goodness, long time, uh, 10, 15 plus years. where they arrange um, for all of us advocates to come to Washington, D.C. and have an opportunity to meet um, with our state representatives uh, on Capitol Hill. And uh, what is so cool about this event, too, is before we um, meet with our state representatives and talk about Fragile X and uh, what supports that there needs to be from a legislative standpoint. Um, We are able to participate as advocates in a training day provided by National Fragile X Foundation, where we learn essentially how to um, share our uh, concerns or share our um, desires for uh, different supports, again, on the uh, state and legislative uh, level. And it's a really cool opportunity to just gain that confidence in being able to uh, advocate for those um, supports that are important to you and your family. And um, I have had the pleasure of going to the uh, advocacy day in the past, and it's just such an empowering experience just to be able to um, learn how to speak with our legislators. But also, even more than that, it's an incredible opportunity to be able to meet other families affected by Fragile X. It's such a great opportunity to connect and build resources uh, for your family and also to be able to meet some of the Fragile X experts. Um, It is just really, really cool. And I just highly recommend that you do what you can to 
make some room in your calendars to go to this. Um, you can find all the details for registration, booking your hotel, um, and even flight options all at the National Fragile X Foundation website, which I will provide uh, that information on our uh, social media um, Instagram, Facebook, we'll also provide it on our website, um, and in our podcast episode description so that you can, um, check it out and see if it's something that you're interested in doing. Um, if you're listening and you've gone for several years already, um, I hope that you're planning to go again. I think that each year, um, you get something new out of it for sure. And if anything, it's the opportunity to meet, um, other families because every year it's not just the same people every single time. It just grows and grows and you see and meet new people that, um, are maybe newly diagnosed to Fragile X that you can, um, encourage or provide some resources for. Um, and you know, another thing too is it's just so hard to connect when we're all over the U S right. You know, some of us are, um, in Washington state. Some of us are in California. I know some of us are in Utah, Idaho, and then, um, even further away, closer to DC as well. It's just hard to connect when, um, you know, we, we are that far away from each other. So having the opportunity to come to an event like this and, um, be able to connect is just amazing. And, um, so I hope that you'll consider going. Um, I know that it's going to be so exciting to be in person, uh, for this event again, after, uh, the virtual, uh, accommodations that needed to be made during the pandemic. So, um, yeah, I'm super excited. And I hope that, um, if you guys have any questions about this event, you can totally feel free to reach out to me or, um, go to the links that we'll have, um, for you to reference as well. Um, so there is that, um, uh, the second thing I wanted to talk about today is, um, you know, I know that the holidays are really approaching us. It's crazy. I haven't even finished my Christmas shopping yet. Um, and I just need to get all my ducks in a row. <laughs> um, I'm sure so many of you are in the same boat as me, but I'm nearing the finish line and I'm really just motivated not to be a last minute shopper. <laughs> um, but something that I wanted to share, I know I did on um, our social media platforms, but I want to talk about some ways that uh, we can create more advocacy and support for Fragile X during the holidays. Um, something that I did with my husband this year is we created some resource cards with a few facts about Fragile X. Uh, included on them, as well as some um, podcast resources as well. And we just put them straight into our Christmas cards that we were sending to um, our friends, family, uh, and some coworkers and such. It's just a really easy way to um, help educate others about Fragile X, especially, um, you know, I totally understand this, but 
especially for those that um, aren't super open about their diagnosis story. Like I know that I um, still wrestle with that sometimes, so I completely understand. Um, It's just a great idea to share resources without going, you know, too deep or too personal to where it's just not comfortable for you. Um, It's just a great way to uh, just just do that in a um, way that, like I said, doesn't share too too much about, um, you know, your diagnosis story or just how Fragile X affects your life in general. Um, it really just keeps it to the facts to help um, educate others that Fragile X is real and that it does affect uh, people's lives. So I hope that you'll consider um, just including those resource cards. And if you need any um supports or ideas on how to create them, I'm happy to share those with you. Um, Feel free to reach out on our Instagram, Facebook, or you can give us an email at talkfragilex at gmail.com. I would love to help you um, create those little resource cards, but um, I just think that it's a really great way to connect with others and share um, about Fragile X. So, um, lastly, uh, what I want to talk about, and I'm sorry I'm all over the place. I feel like, you know, what I have to talk about is just like everything's so different from the next, <laughs> but thanks for, um, sticking with me here. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is actually, um, something that has really been on my heart a lot. Um, and I know I've pretty much touched on it in previous episodes, but, I just can't talk about it enough because it's so uh, important. And that is ways that we can prepare our children for adulthood now. So what I mean by that is while they're young or while they're maybe in um, high school uh, about to graduate or even if they're um, middle school aged, um, I want to share a couple of ways that you can uh, help just start your preparing your child for adulthood. Um, I know that sometimes it can just be so uh, stressful or so um, daunting to think about uh, adulthood when maybe they're only 12 years old or 13 or however old your child may be. But I think it's important to just um, think about the things that uh, we can do now, you know, to support uh, our children and help them have the uh, most successful experience um, transitioning to adulthood. So the first uh, thing that I have for you guys is it could be something that some of you are already implementing into um, your lives as it's certainly no um, no you know stranger to the um, neurodiverse community, but using a daily schedule. So this is actually something that I use for a lot of my clients as a uh, CRP as a community rehab provider, um, I like to provide uh, the clients that I work with with uh, daily schedules if that's something that they could benefit from as a reasonable accommodation. So for instance, um, like a laminated daily schedule where they can um, be able to treat it as a dry erase board. Um, so what you would put on it is things such as like maybe their, um, chores around the house or have them check off, uh, maybe what they do each day, um, that 
typically is pretty consistent. Um, Like they went to school or they went to the grocery store or even if, you know, there's a um, a, a unexpected appointment that's not in their typical routine, like maybe a dentist appointment, then you can um, add that to the task list, help them to know that sometimes, you know, there will be extra things going on in our days. But um, I think it's a really great tool to use uh, to help um, our neurodiverse peers um, get into a a routine that works for them, but also helps them to adapt to those unforeseen changes in their routine too. Um, And I know that so many uh, uh, neurodiverse peers, including uh, ones that I've worked with currently and previously, really thrive on um, being able to check off a task even um, and just the satisfaction in that. Um, So that is one way that you can start preparing your child for adulthood now is by using a task list, helping them uh, integrate responsibility into their lives and even just a sense of uh, time. The second thing is um, to get your child on your state services. So for Washington State, uh, we have DDA and DVR. It might be called something different um, where you live, but essentially DDA is uh, long-term state services and DVR is uh, short-term services that has a focus on uh, gaining, achieving an objective such as employment um, and transportation and uh, community inclusion, those types of things. Um, so again, it might it might be named differently in your state, but in Washington, uh, where I reside, it's called DDA and DVR, and they are responsible for uh, helping get individuals with uh, you know neurodiversities and and physical challenges, um, getting them the uh, resources and supports that they need to live a full and um, uh, a full life, including like I said, employment and um, community uh, opportunities to be in the community as well. Um, And the last way is uh, to get your child involved in volunteer opportunities, whether that's um, at a library, a local library, or at um, maybe it's a, a, a church that you attend or um something like that where they can get those um, employable skill sets starting to be built. They can also learn what their likes and dislikes are um, in regards to environment and uh, and routine. Um, and also it helps you as the parent get an idea of and their educators as well get an idea of their capacity for um, what they can handle on a day-to-day basis. Um, I think that also, you know, volunteer experiences are great for opportunities for social interaction and even for moments of advocacy, honestly. Um, I think that it's great to uh, get out in the community and just um, find those opportunities to advocate for uh, your child and help others to understand what Fragile X is as well. So those are the top three things that um, I wanted to talk about today as far as ways that you can prepare your child for adulthood. 
Um, first, like I said, start uh, getting your child on a daily schedule, something that they can um, learn responsibility from. Second is getting your child on your state services. Um, and third is volunteer experience. These are all incredible ways to help prepare your child for a smooth transition into adulthood. And if you have any further questions on this, I know I didn't go into uh, super big detail, but um, if you have any questions on these things, please feel free to reach out to me. I love to connect with others on these resources and just um, I'd love to just get to know families in general. So um, if you would like to reach out, feel free to, like I said, our um, either of our social media platforms or you can send us an email at talkfragilex at gmail.com. Um, so as we near, um, <coughs> excuse me, as we near the end of our uh, episode today, I Wanted to also let all of you know that I will be taking a break from Talk Fragile X podcast until about uh, January or February of 2023. It's crazy to say that, um, that we're about to enter into a new year, um, but I'm just going to really take this time to uh, not only spend with family, but also be able to plan and prepare um how I can best support the Fragile X community uh, in the new year and just ways that I can continue to grow this podcast and reach more uh, families. Uh, it is my goal to really spend some time to uh, explore those things and just how I can continue to be a better um, advocate as well and just um, be a support network for you guys. Um, this has just been an incredible year. Um, I am so grateful for all of your guys' support. There's been so many uh, goals that have been met this year that would not have been possible without you guys um, just constantly tuning in and listening. And uh, so many of you listening have been on this podcast this year. And I just want to say thank you so much for your willingness to uh, come on and chat with someone who you've probably never <laughs> met in person and you just um, take the opportunity to, uh, you know, have a platform to advocate on, advocate on. And I appreciate that. And that's what I'm here for. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for just all of you listening um, that have either been on this podcast or just supported it. Um, it's been a phenomenal year. I can't believe that we've reached over 10,000 listeners and we're already close to 11. <laughs> it is just incredible. Never thought I would be here. I had no expectations whatsoever for this podcast. As long as I just reached one person, that was enough for me. And it always will be enough for me, even if there are weeks where only one person were to listen to an episode. That's okay with me because that is just one person that hopefully left feeling encouraged um, or was able to gain some perspective or resources or really just to know that they're not alone on this journey with Fragile X. Um, just thank you guys so much. I hope that all of you have a wonderful holidays um, and that you spend some good quality time with your loved ones. Um, 
and I hope that many of you will uh, consider trying out putting some resources in your Christmas cards this year. Um, I had a lot of fun doing it with my husband and um, I just hope that you guys will enjoy it too. So I want to leave you with uh, one thing that I've just been saying um, all year this year and I hope that you'll take it to heart and that it will be an encouragement to you as you move into the new year and that is that Advocacy is not just for one day or one month out of the year. Every day we wake up in the morning is an opportunity to create a more inclusive and supportive community for our neurodiverse peers. Thanks so much, guys, and see you in 2023.